got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Oh, what is going on? It is me, the Turtle King. I am here because I'm tired of all the FUD that the Europe... I'm tired of all the FUD that the European Union is spreading. I'll be honest with you. And you know what? I don't... You know what? I don't even really like them that much. And I'll tell you what. I've told you what like three times. I'm going to do it again. I'll tell you what. I am challenging henceforth the European Union to single combat effective immediately. (laughs) Is that it? No. I want to tell you why. I want to tell you why I'm not happy. And I see I had to dress for the occasion, as you can see. I want you to understand something, guys. They want you to not have, they want to implement all these know your customer rules, right? That's fine, but I don't like it. It's FUD, it makes people feel like they don't have financial sovereignty. And I say to that, no! Everyone needs financial sovereignty. Thank you. Do you have any co-hosts today? That's right. I am joined today by the one and only Kelly Keller. Thank you. Thank you. Well, uh, today, here I am sitting in Tim's seat, which is, uh, as you can see in the chat, I'm acting as Tim today. So I'm aggressively trying to grow my beard and uh, make sure that uh, I actually just uh, uh, I just uh, one-throated about 42 gallons of creatine so I can swole up like him. But uh, happy April Fool's to everybody. Again, my name's Kelly Kelm. I'm so happy to be here in the office uh, with everybody. I'll be going back to New York next week, uh, but we're still working on a bunch of content still that's going to be coming out over the, over the course of the next year with this whole Club DeFi uh, release, but there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, the, the market is it dumping? Uh, well, I don't think so. I think it's just a really good retest, but we'll get into that. I got some great charts, and with that, I'm gonna throw it to uh, the uh, the inner embodiment of Smay, which is Tim sitting over in Smay's chair. What's up, everybody? I uh, I love this uh, this old getup. Got my mic so I can rub uh, throughout the crowd. Anyway, guys. Guys, we're gonna, guys, I have the privilege, you know, before I even say I have the privilege, because I get to do my uh, nuance here, uh, those of you married out there, it's really hard when your wife leaves. Tay had to go to her hometown to do her car, and I've been left with these old puppers. I don't think uh, my dog Beamer has gotten in the crate once, and I've gotten home without him peeing in the crate, so that's been uh, that's been keeping me busy on my toes. Taylor, please come back really soon. But anyway, I want to go ahead and read uh, some green names. Green because names! Because these are the, green this is the best names. part of the whole show. Hold on, can I say something? Go to me real quick. Hey. <clears throat> green names are the best part of the show because we love to read the green names. They make me happy. They make me happy. I like to read the green names. They are All the right, best right, names in the show. There we go. We got Crypto Alchemist. We got Crypto Set Guy or Jeffrey. We got another Crypto Alchemist. We got Thomas Post. We got Agent Gold. We got Why You Loud. We got more Crypto Set Guy. Christopher McFarland, the Bitcoinologist. Ooh, Bitcoinologist. Good news coming for you today. Uh, Crypto Set Guy, Crypto Alchemist. 
missed more. Let's see what else we got here. Shadrack Frost, Ricardo Venegas, Christopher Malvo, uh, Ricardo Venegas again, and Crypto Couple, Silva Dalla, Bitcoinologist again. Cryptosaurus Rex, anyone else? Mario, Dovinovich, uh, Dovinovich, Dovinovich, Tala Gulzar, Talha Gulzar, Talha Gulzar, Talha Gulzar, uh, Shadrach Frost, we got, we got Matt C, ooh, Matt C, I like that name, uh, Silver Dollar again, I think that is it, that's all we got. All right, guys, I have to tell you. I'm very happy to be here. I'm very happy that Tim's here. I love getting to read the green names because it makes me feel that we are celebrating those who celebrate us. Ooh, Dennis Paisarka, too. Dennis Paisarka. I love Dennis Paisarka. Can I just say specifically? I really like Dennis Paisarka. And Jaso Burbeck. And that guy, too. Yeah. What's say his name again? Jaso, JSO. JSO Burbank. I like you. I like you. Um, uh, and to be honest with you, I we have planned that... <laughs> Do we I did not planned. Okay. Do you know oh. who else you're introducing? By the way, we're introducing Jeb. I've been put in prison. <laughs> well, I mean, your office, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How not you doing, funny. Today, Jeb? Not funny, okay? I forgive you, though. Back to you, Smay. Right. <clears throat> so without further ado... I'm going to be honest with you. At this point in the show, this is as far as I had planned to go. They were supposed to come and kick me out of this chair. So, uh, I don't, that, no, you do, do your bit, do your bit. I already did my bit. Come on, Turtle King. Please. No more. No more, Tim. Do you have any other opinions on the market? Yeah, I'll give you another opinion. I'll give you another opinion. Uh, Bitcoin is a cool one and you need to buy it. All right. Joke's over. All right. See, there we go. That was the part of the bit I was afraid right. you, like you look like a bad Spider-Man villain, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I needed my seat back. That was getting bad, guys. Oh, man. <sighs> Happy April Fool's, guys. It's been a good day. We got a lot to talk about today. Don't even have my planning document up because Smay didn't bring it up for me. I need to grab that up. Guys, we got a lot to talk about today. We are going to be talking about... We're going to be talking about Bitcoin. We're going to be talking about the European Union. We're going to be talking about how my desk is lower. Did you do this? My desk is no. like lower. It feels weird. Oh, no. It's normally a little bit higher. Didn't do it. You didn't do it? No. I think you did it. I anyway, didn't. we're going to be talking about the European Union, how they are, I think they just actually passed a bill saying that in 2024, private and pseudonymous Bitcoin and cryptocurrency transactions are no longer going to be. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just thinking about the, 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 Smay looks like a Spider-Man villain comment. I stole that. I stole that from chat. Somebody said that. I was like, "Yep, that's what I'm gonna say." When I, I did, kind of look like Doc Ock. You kind of did look like Doc Ock, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was look, pretty great. Look, now I now I look like uh, Doc Ock when he turned back good. When he turned back good and the most recent yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, like I said, we're going to be talking about the European Union and them challenging Bitcoin. We're going to see if the Turtle King will go to bat for us. And we're also going to be taking a look at the cryptocurrency markets. Before we do, I do want to mention today's show is brought to you by Bitcoin 2022. We will be down there April 6th to the 9th after the show on Tuesday, April the 5th. We will be moving, uh, getting in the car, loading up, driving down to Miami, and we will be seeing all of your wonderful smiling faces down there. So make sure that if you haven't gotten a ticket for Bitcoin 2022, you sign up with a link in the description box down below. But we're going to go ahead and jump on over 
The coin market cap, as you can see, Bitcoin trading at $45,200. A lot of that has to do with a pretty big drop that happened over the last 24 hours as a result of the correction that we just saw coming in from this news. Now, we, we're just going to read this headline. We're going to discuss it more later. Bitcoin and crypto markets tank 5% as EU passes rules banning private cryptocurrency transactions. After a, start to the strong, after a strong start to the week, Bitcoin and the broader markets are once again facing bearish pressure. We're going to talk about what that bearish pressure is, where it's coming from, and why it is something that the federal governments of the world are going to try and implement, but they are going to completely and totally fail. But let's go ahead and look here at the Bitcoin price because it is obviously having an impact. Bitcoin is down 4.45% over the last 24 hours, still up 1% on the seven day. ETH down 3.5%, Binance down 3.5%, Solana down 3.5%. My friend Dono down 7%. That's depressing, but it's actually not that bad because Cardano, I'll just show you briefly, Cardano is actually still sitting very far above a dollar. So the fact that it's kind of doing a rounding top formation right here is not a bad thing. And in fact, this is something that we talked about could happen on Cardano. We could see an inverse head and shoulders pattern forming just like this. If we were to drop down to a dollar, that would give us an IHNS, which would push us, if I remember correctly, all the way back up to about $2. So, the correction that we're seeing here in the cryptocurrency markets is not a bad thing. Something that you need to understand about trading in Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is that it's all about the frame of mind that you look at it. You got to frame it correctly, guys. What is Bitcoin doing right now? It's having healthy correction. Now, why is it having a correction? Because of FUD. But is the correction itself healthy? I would say yes. We saw Bitcoin rally for a very long time. We talked about yesterday how you need to have a control burn every once in a while to weed out the bears in the same way that in a forest you have to have a control burn to weed out the dead debris so that you don't have a giant forest fire every once in a while. Go back to yesterday's stream and watch that. In this case, we have seen Bitcoin has come in, reset the TD sequential on the daily chart. That's a phenomenal thing. At the moment, the candlestick right now looks remarkably bullish because we have a very long lower shadow, small body. That's called a hammer formation. That could be a bottoming pattern and much, much more. So we're going to get to all the TA, but I just want to mention briefly that what we've seen is about $100 billion in market capitalization get wiped out over the last couple of days. Now, that sounds like a lot of money, right? But you got to realize it's only about 4% of total market capitalization. And in that time, we have also seen that Bitcoin has pulled back and back-tested above $2 trillion market cap. So remember, the framing is very important on corrections like this. Remember, we were struggling to get above $2 trillion. Now on a correction with a pretty big FUD story. Like, this is a pretty major FUD story here, guys. That's why we got to recruit the turtle king to come and defend us when we see things like this happen and we pull back and we don't even pull back below our previous resistance and we haven't even needed to use the previous resistance as current support that's actually a very bullish thing because it tells us that the bulls are still in charge and that the fud is not hitting as hard as it once did the reason that's so important is because when you're in a rally the bullish news actually gets listened to by the bulls and the bearish news kind of just water off a duck's back however when you're in a downtrend the bearish news really really gets the bears Excited, really gets them going, really helps fuel their uh, run. And then the bullish news is water off a duck's back. It just doesn't really do anything. At this point, when we're seeing FUD not have that big of an impact on price, especially major FUD like this that you could see cause a major drop, but Bitcoin's already recovering despite it, that goes to show me that we are in a good rally. So what we're going to do now, we're going to go ahead and jump on into our Bitcoin technical analysis. Tim, would you mind kicking us off with about a 30,000 foot overview of what's going on on Bitcoin right now, especially the last 24 to 48 hours, this correction? Is this something we should be worried about? Well, if we're going to go really, really, Full really screen. far out and uh, give me just seconds, man, I'm going to go to my screen. Uh, oh, it already changed. I was going to say, because this morning, the, the monthly chart, we had a red candle forming, but it, it already went back green. Uh, no, th so this is, this is something that people need to 
take a step back and breathe. Also, it's good, good to be back in this seat. I like this seat. I like this set. This I miss my nice. seat. Uh, anyway, so yesterday we were doing the show live, and and the the price had gone up five hundred dollars and then dropped down a thousand, which meant it at from the beginning of the show it went and dropped lower. Obviously, last night it dipped as far as forty four, about two seventy seven. I think is the official bottom I saw in one wick, but forty four three hundred. Let's let's call it there. We told you guys, and we, we made you aware, this was something that was going to happen. Jeb even said it maybe as low as 42, and we would still have bullish strength. Uh, this is something that you guys should be keeping your eyes on. If you're still on my charts, May, hopefully you are. The four-hour chart, remember we've talked about this over and over again. We have just exited. This breakthrough right here was breaking us out of an ascending triangle. What is an ascending triangle? We have a flat level of resistance, an ascending level of support, and yes, there were some wicks below and a wicks above, but overall, we kept closing candles on the daily chart at least in this range. And we told you guys, this is part of the plan. One of the confirmations that we have bullish strength moving forward is coming back and retesting that former resistance for support. And it's too early to say with absolute certainty that that was the last time we're down here. But I do not see this as a negative thing. This is actually something we called and, and predicted would be a bullish move. So until I see that price maybe drop below this red zone I have written right here, drop below 44,000, come back down. And as Jeb said, we could go even as low as 42. If if we drop back down to the 30s, now we have a potential like, okay, are we going to see that prediction that uh, we've seen a couple people predict that the rest of this year is going to be a continual sideways movement between 50 and 30? Or is this just part of the bullish move that's happening with an ascending triangle before we actually start moving back up into the 50s, which we haven't gotten to the 50s yet with this rally, and then move forward and maybe get to the 60s and talk about all-time high? But as it stands right now, I think people just need to step back and breathe and say, Nothing has changed. This is a part of what the markets do. If anything, and you pull up the RSI, this is one of the greatest things I'm seeing right now. Look at, you know, that price was not that big of a dip. Look at what the RSI did on the 4 LA chart. We went from literally 60 on the RSI within a four-hour window dropping as low as 28. It's a resetting. It's almost like a, hey, we made some great bullish moves, some great profit there. Take some profit, come back down, reload, and then let's rally again. That's what I'm seeing on the chart, and that's the 30,000-foot view that you guys should be keeping in mind. When you zoom out, there's still a lot of bullish stuff happening, and everything we're seeing on the smaller time frames are just confirmation signals happening to confirm it. So here's the deal, guys. I personally believe that we're in a confirmed uptrend on the daily chart. I think that confirmed uptrend needs to have a lot more confidence built. As I've told you guys, I want to see uh, seven to 10 days moving to the upside confidently before I'm confident in this uptrend. So I'm not confident in this uptrend yet, but I would say that we're in a confirmed uptrend. How do I know that? Well, because Lux Algo tells me so. We have a confirmed buy signal on daily chart. And if you don't believe that, well, guess what? We got a confirmed buy signal on the two daily chart. And if you don't believe that, guess what? We got one on the three daily chart. So Bitcoin is in a confirmed uptrend right now. More, more likely than not, if we were to get above $52,000, we'll have a confirmed uptrend on the weekly chart as well. So we're in a confirmed uptrend right now. Why is that important? The reason that's important is because when we're doing analysis on markets, we need to go back to foundational principles. It's all about the principles. It's not all about the money. It's not all about the it's not all about the pentiums. Tell me where that reference is from. If somebody gets where that reference is from, I will give you a cookie emoji in chat. It's not all about the pentiums. What? It's not. It's all about the principles. What was Bitcoin founded on? It was founded on principles. It was founded on principles that, to be honest with you, all come together into this concept of FinSolve, which is what we talk about all the time, financial sovereignty, taking back the power and the control of the money out of the hands of institutions and inflationary actors that don't have your best interest at heart. It was founded on principles. That's why it's so successful. For us to be successful as traders, then we have to found what we do in the markets on principles. 
one of the principles of trading you can actually get from the legal system. In the legal system, there is a concept called innocent until proven guilty. At least in the first world, that's typically the way that it works. So if you're accused of stealing a candy bar, then the court will assume that you are innocent until the prosecution is able to prove that you're guilty. Basically, it's a way of defending the innocent from being wrongly accused and, well, not wrongly accused, but wrongly punished for something that they didn't do. And it forces the prosecution to really make sure they know exactly what they're talking about. And it also follows a biblical and age-old concept of the burden of proof being on the prosecutor. That's a principle. It boils down into something called innocent until proven guilty. We can extrapolate that exact same concept from our legal system, and we can use that in cryptocurrency. And we use a concept very similar called bullish until proven bearish or bearish until proven bullish. Basically what it is, is that the burden of proof is is on the accuser. So what do we mean by this? Well, if we've confirmed that Bitcoin is in an uptrend, We've confirmed that through uh, Lux Algo. We've confirmed that through RSI. We've confirmed that through breaking re- recent levels of resistance, such as $46,000. If we have confirmed that we're in an uptrend, then we are in an uptrend. That seems like a very obvious statement, but when you go into fi- philosophy, you've got to make some basic philosophical statements to found everything on. If we have confirmed that we're in an uptrend, then we are in an uptrend, right? Okay, so if someone is going to come in and say, no, actually, we're not in an uptrend, we are now in a downtrend, then the person saying, no, actually, we're not in an uptrend, we are in a downtrend, the burden of proof is on them. Because just like in the legal system, where you're innocent until proven guilty, in cryptocurrency, you were bullish until proven bearish, and you were bearish until proven bullish. When there is a trend reversal, or when there is an accusation made in the court of law, whoever is making that accusation that the trend reversal has happened or that somebody is guilty of a crime, they have to prove it. So here's what the deal is. Over the last week, Bitcoin has made a very big change. It is proven that it is bullish. Now, for us to say that it's bearish, we have to prove that it's bearish. So we have to follow through with this innocent until proven guilty, or in this case, bullish until proven bearish narrative. So what do we need to do as traders? We need to play both sides. We need to play devil's advocate for the bulls and the bears. We don't want to be aligned or allegiant Mm -hmm. to either one of the factions. We don't want to say, oh, we're bulls, oh, we're bears. No, we want to say we are seeking the truth. That's what we want. We want to be right down the middle. As soon as you start saying, oh, I'm a bull. Oh, I'm a bear. No. Now, you might be feeling bullish. You might be feeling bearish. But don't pick sides like it's a sports team, guys. Sometimes, you ne- not sometimes, all the time, you need to be making sure you're looking for the truth because the truth will win out. And if you understand where the market's going, you have the best chance of making it. So how does all of that philosophical stuff play in to Bitcoin? Well, if we are to understand that Bitcoin is bullish and we are to understand one of the founding principles of technical analysis is bullish until proven bearish and bearish until proven bullish, then we need to analyze the last three days and say, have we been proven bearish? Well, if we look on the daily chart, no, we have not. We have come down and we barely even touched the trend catcher on Luxalgo. We could go probably down to thir- down to about $40,000 before the trend catcher turned red. How do I know that? <clears throat> because the trend catcher was right here at 41,000, did not turn red until Bitcoin dropped all the way down. Or actually, excuse me, it was almost at 42,000. We did not uh, turn red on trend catcher until we had actually started this candlestick. Now, it looks like it was on this candlestick. It actually turned red on this one. We did not see trend catcher turn red until we had dropped a few thousand dollars below it. Right now, we're a few thousand dollars above it. So on daily chart, it would take a whole lot for us to prove that this market is bearish. On top of that, we're also sitting in a very strong zone of support, and we're sitting in the top of that zone specifically. We're not sitting at the bottom of the zone looking like we're about to break out of it. We're sitting in the top of the zone looking like we're about to break bullish out of it. That's a big, strong, bullish argument because this is a big, strong zone of resistance. You can see that it's actually the top of a lot more resistance down in this territory. So Bitcoin has a ton of support beneath it. Also, if you look at things like the RSI and the MACD, yeah, sure, MACD is converging bearish on itself, but guess what, guys? That's very 
very common. We saw this happen back over here in August of 2021 when Bitcoin was going into a rally right here. We saw Bitcoin's RSI, excuse me, MACD converge bearish on itself right here as we tested the resistance zone. And then we saw the market continue rallying to the upside 34%. We can't just say, oh, well, the MACD is converging bearish on itself. Therefore, we are proven bearish. Nope, that's not the way that works. You want to have to, you want to make whatever faction is about to be in charge prove that they're going to be in charge. If you take away one statement from anything I just said, take away this. If you're going to bet on a faction, either the bulls or the bears, make them prove it to you. Make them prove to you that they are the ones that are driving the market. The bulls have proven to me that they're driving the market right now. So if I'm going to be bearish, then I need the bears to prove it to me. The point I'm making is that they haven't done that. RSI sitting up here at 60. Search volume on Bitcoin and cryptocurrency sitting at a local high for the last three months. I don't have that data in front of me, but I can show you later on Google Trends if you would like. We can also look at TD Sequential and see how we have reset. We are no longer overextended on TD Sequential. There are a plethora of technical indicators to say that we are not bearish yet. So then the question becomes, if we have not confirmed a downtrend just yet, what could confirm a downtrend? And is that something that we should be cautious about? I would say it's not something that we need to worry about yet. But if we were to start dropping Bitcoin below $42,000, that is when I would start saying, okay, maybe the bears are about to prove that they're bearish. If we were to drop below this uptrending level of support in the next 7 to 14 days, which is currently sitting around $40,000, then I would say, yep, okay, the bears are in charge. We need to watch out for that because then they could try and push us down to 34. What's the likelihood of that happening? I would say very, very low. Tim, I want to hear your thoughts on everything I just said. The yeah. founding principles, bullish until proven bearish. And then I want to throw it to Kelly for some on-chain here in a couple of minutes. Well, yeah, first of all, that that's uh, what we're talking about with a 30,000-foot view. Screen. Absolutely. In a 30,000-foot view, you got to remember what he just said. You're bullish until proven bearish. Lux Algo, what I found cool, and, and I, I don't know if you quite said this, but look at where that wick went down to. It, with the trend yeah. it came down to it. This is one of the reasons why we love Lux Algo. Those, those metrics and those lines are... Are there for a reason and there was a significant level of support right there and as he showed you we've used that trend catcher as resistance we've used it as support before it is something really really important almost like a moving average uh, that you need to be watching for support and resistance the other thing I would look at is what's happening with a TD sequential when I'm looking at 30,000 view remember we talked about this on the daily the, the daily chart a couple days ago we hit a nine flash on the TD sequential back here on the 22nd of March way down when the price was only at 42 we rallied one two three four five six, seven, seven days before we actually came back down. We now have two numbers that are bearish, these red colored, we call them green flashes, but one, two, this is what resets a market. As I said before, this is almost like a reloading phase. We saw it on the RSI. We saw it uh, in, in with a TD sequential. We're seeing it with Lux Algo. All these things are coming together to kind of confirm my brain and things can change. Things obviously have the news can come in. Someone asked in chat, they're like, why were all your price predictions 50,000? First of all, that's a game. Second of all, uh, we didn't know that the EU was going to announce on Thursday that they were going to uh, create strict uh, know your customer wallets, uh, law and wallets coming here in two years. We don't know those things, but what we do know is the charts and the strength points. And we just predicted, we thought that was going to happen next week. I, in the long run, actually love that it happened this soon. We talked about it on the show a couple days ago. We were going to have to come down here and test this resistance for support. The longer we put it off, the more frustrating it might be to a trader. The fact that it happened this soon, to me, is actually getting it out of the way so that we can finally go bullish again. That's my thought. I love to hear what Kelly thinks. Yeah, Kelly, let's throw it to you. What's your take on the current market? And let's see some of those charts you've been looking at. Well, let me pull that up for you. And uh, again, just want to say and shout out all the people watching today. 
Thank you so much for being here with us. Uh, so I'm going to throw this right here. So I actually released a tweet. I, I released as if it's official. I put, I put out a tweet earlier today, uh, and I hope the screen is uh, fitting appropriately. Uh, but it's basically this uh, map that I've been running on for quite a while. Uh, it's That's basically marked out all the main points of uh, support and resistance. And, you know, I, it's kind of frustrating when you're on crypto Twitter and people say Bitcoin's dumping. Well, you don't consider a dump uh, in price until you're actually breaking uh, the support below. It. And really what's happened right here is the, the price, uh, the, the price action, as you can see, zoomed in here on the two hour. I mean, we found support first on this uh, region that I have marked out. And then once we broke below the, that regional support, which is old, uh, old support and resistance based on uh, previous uh, uh, tops and bottoms on, on mark, uh, price action. But then once we broke that, I mean, we basically barely wicked past this main support line that we have here. And we're, you know, we're essentially doing the most healthy thing that we can be, which is flipping previous uh, resistance into support. So this is as healthy as it can be. And this is also, this is also something that was uh, somewhat uh, forecasted. If you're looking at other things, uh, which, which we go over uh, in more detail uh, in club DeFi, which is uh, this, you know, when you're looking at the basically market trade metrics and you're looking at like funding rates, and uh, uh, short liquidations and stuff like that, long liquidations. You can see right here, we had massive short liquid liquidation that was the catalyst for this uh, upward price action. And then almost similar, I won't call it a BART pattern, but very similar to a BART pattern, we had long liquidations that basically responded to this that brought us back down. Because when you have a, a short or a long liquidation event, it's not necessarily healthy price action taking that slow stair step up to, to the price, uh, you know, as the price is climbing. And so we have this long liquidation, we're flipping support and now now we can very healthily shake all those people that are over leveraged uh to get uh to, to have that pr uh, healthy price action and another thing i wanted to highlight here this is a uh, txmc's twitter uh this is essentially this looks like nonsense it looks like an alien code i know but essentially this is just looking at a, a, a map an order book map and you can see basically by the different colors and how uh how much is going on like right here there's a there's basically an order block that was put in above the price that we're at, which is essentially bear stepping in and creating a, uh, a sell wall right above where this price action was before we before we fell down. So there's all these different metrics that are showing uh, in the market that the market participants, these major market players are really wanting the price uh, to be as healthy as possible. And they're also taking advantage when you go in and put leverage trades in a market that's not having healthy action, you're actually providing liquidity. You're literally saying, hey, take my money if you want it because I'm putting it on the table. So that's exactly what's happening. I think there's uh, some liquidation hunts going here. We're getting the market back to healthy on the, the long versus short ratio, which is uh, this, uh, uh, this right here, it's actually, and I updated it because that was uh, the wrong time frame. But we want to make sure that uh, the long versus short ratio is healthy. We want to make sure that the funding rate is healthy, uh, and we're we're getting to that point right now. So um, you know what? I just I think we're we're still set up for a huge amount of success, and uh, yeah. I think the market is just setting up that bullish, uh, the healthy bullish upside. And, and I think a good clarification with all of this, with what we're all saying, Jeff, and I think you'll agree with this, is this is not us saying it is it is impossible. For for it to go back down to the 30s. Mm -hmm. We're just saying nothing has happened to say it's going to. Yes. Like this is part of the still bullish plan. Yes, absolutely. This is still all part of the plan moving us to the upside. But with that said, we're going to move on to super chats. I think we got a couple of them. Probably, Guys, we've bad. got 1,300 people watching, 334 likes. Not bad. But I think we can have 500 likes in the next couple of minutes. I think we could do it. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, 
I don't need to hit the like button. I can just comment. I can super chat. I can just watch, and that's enough. Well, it is enough, and we thank you very much for that. But you can also like. It only takes a second. It helps us to rank in the algorithm. If you think more people will get value out of this content, it's how you can help us evangelize the word of Bitcoin and the Crypto Jeb channels. So hit that like button. Well, the first thing is shout out to old uh, Mr. Sean Maynard, father of the Smainold. Uh, what a day to watch. This what is, a day to watch. What yeah. a great day to mm-hmm. tune in and see your uh, prodigy. Your turtle king. Sean Maynard, would you like so, to come on the stream? Yeah. Would you like to father-son stream? How about that? <laughs> that would that, be a good one. That'd be a good one. Uh, that'd be, okay be a good that. stream. That'd be a good uh, father-son stream. That'd be a good one. That would be awesome. I'd be okay with that. We we missed this one yesterday because it happened right at the end, but we did want to. We read his name earlier when I was doing Green Names. Uh, JSO or Jesso Burbeck. Jesso Burbeck. became a Jedi Youngling yesterday, and Ooh. I believe he was in our membership stream yesterday. He which, used to be a member, by if you are a member and haven't watched it, they can go back and watch that, right? Uh, yes. Uh, they we were attacked by a hornet. We were attacked by uh, a oh, hornet. It was, it was terrible. It was horrible. It wasn't it, terrible. It was funny. It was you know what? so I, funny. We, I killed it and threw it away. I should have took a picture of it. I legit looked over at your key lights, t- Tim, and I thought I saw another hornet. Dude, I I, I wouldn't be surprised. Just so you here. know, I want to make this clear to everybody on the on this stream. If there was a hornet in this set, I will not yeah, be. I will leave again. Yeah. Oh so, gosh. so he let's just forfeit. hope. Let's just hope there's not a hornet on the street. Literally, our technical director and producer literally walked off set on the other side of the door, closed the door, and started saying, "I'm sorry, there's a hornet. I can't come in." Yeah, it was, <laughs> it really was literally a hornet. It wasn't even a wasp. It was a hornet. Oh no. Yeah. It, it, in they the middle the of all that chaos, we did answer crypto questions. We did some answer fun, some crypto, crypto questions. Yeah, it was definitely did. the hornet stream. Yeah. Anyway, Tim France stream. gave a donation saying, "Raining a lot lately. If you need an arc, I know a guy." Hold on. I have something. To say, Got I just it. want to say, because my dad, my dad just texted me. I want to put this out here. I want to put this out there. Uh, <laughs> if we get to, if we get to a thousand likes, we will have uh, my Senior dad on Maynard. our podcast. Is that what he said? Uh, yeah, I, I would so. love to get him. I love that. We'll do a, we'll do a Smay's dad interview, and you can ask him questions about me. Have a Speaking of that podcast, do you guys want to know something really cool? Ooh. We made a last minute decision tomorrow morning. We were originally just doing between two coins as a podcast on Spotify, but tomorrow morning we're actually releasing no, the that, video. Oh, yeah, between two coins. Yeah, is back. we're releasing it. Smay's like, yeah, I have more editing. No, to do. The, we discussed it was gonna be later. Well, we discussed <laughs> it tomorrow. Yeah, oh no, okay. we did. Yay! Let's go out tomorrow, is. guys. It's let's happening. go. We just had another one coming from Jose. Let's see. Arosa. 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 That I was sneaky in there. Love the show. Been following for a while. Keep it up. What options do you see with Lux Algo? What uh, What you see depends on the sensitivity and agility percentage. Yeah, absolutely. I leave it on default, and I'll go ahead and show you that real quick, and I'll tell you a little bit of a personal story, and then we will go ahead and jump into our EU news. Let's go ahead and jump onto my chart. You can see over here on Lux Algo. Go into settings. I use the default settings. I believe these are default. I haven't changed. I haven't taken off Lux Algo in a while. Signal mode confirmation. Signal sensitivity 12. I use reversal zones, trend catcher, and EQ cloud. I use all three of those. I don't use the trend tracer that much, but it is a good technical indicator. Uh, candle coloring confirmation simple, not gradient. I use that. Candle mode is none. And then agility is 26. I personally use 12 and 26, and I found it to be remarkably accurate. There's a lot of ways that you can manipulate it. You can go in here and change sensitivity. They've got a lot of different things you can do. I personally leave it exactly the way it is. Let's go to full screen, and let's introduce our topic of the hour of the next 15 minutes, the European Union. Before I do, though, I do want to let you guys know. I got to see my dad again. I haven't gotten to see him since I got married because I've been so busy. So I got to see him today. He came to the office. He was picking up my car. He had to go and take the car in and get the uh, get the the winter air.
air uh, changed out in my tires for the summer air. But um, so yeah, he's got the car in the shop, and uh, yeah, I got to see my dad. It was great. <laughs> what are you laughing? Just at? snuck that one right in there. What are you talking about? The air. <laughs> okay. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't know what you're talking about. You're right. About. That's that's totally real. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Okay, so Bitcoin and crypto markets tank 5% as EU passes rules banning private crypto. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know. Bans private crypto transactions. Let's go ahead and read this. This is pretty important. The broader cryptocurrency market is corrected 5%, losing more than $100 billion in investors' wealth. On the other hand, Bitcoin is down 5.27% as of press time and has slipped under $45,000. This is the first time in the last four days that Bitcoin is trading under 45K. This reaction in the crypto space comes as the EU parliament passes new rules calling for the crackdown of unhosted and non-custodial crypto wallets. I literally read that in my head as non-constitutional because of how ridiculous this ruling is. That was what went through my head and I caught myself. Unhosted and no I almost did it again, non-custodial crypto wallets on Thursday, March 31st. More than 90 lawmakers from the Econ and um, Lib committees vote, uh, Libe, I believe it's Libe, committees voted in favor of outlawing anonymous crypto transactions, which is funny because if that's actually the wording of the law, then they just left a massive loophole because Bitcoin is not anonymous. That's really funny. This comes as part of an expand, this comes as part of expanding the money laundering rules in the crypto space. Under these new rules, crypto service providers and exchanges will have to mandatorily collect the personal details of individuals transacting more than 1,000 euros using self-hosted wallets before facilitating the transactions. That's really funny because you can never enforce that. Good luck. People have tried to do that with cash transactions. And you know most people don't even realize that there's a law that in the United States, if you do a cash transaction over a certain amount, it has to be reported on a certain form to the IRS. Most people don't even know that law exists. And most people that know that law exists don't even follow that law. Now, I'm not telling you not to follow the law. That's not what I'm saying at all. I am, however, talking about the reality of the fact, which is that you can never enforce something like this. The legislator said these rules seek to identify possible suspicious transactions and block them. Self-hosted wallets are the ones wherein the individual maintains their own private keys instead of relying on third-party institutions acting as custodians. That's really funny because whenever you try and go against foundational principles that put the power back in the hands of the people, it might take a couple hundred years, but I guarantee you that it will always revert back to a free state as we have seen. Whenever authoritarians come in because this is an authoritarian ruling. I will be very clear on my opinion in that. It will fail. It happened with prohibition. It happened with the war on drugs. It's happened with everything in the history of the last 150 years, especially since the dawn of the internet. You know why the Soviet Union fell? There were a lot of reasons. The internet started becoming a thing. It was very, very small. It didn't really exist yet, but the point is mass media that would begin turning into the internet became a thing and you couldn't crack down on information in the Soviet Union and there was all kinds of rebellion that went on. It's a very complicated story. I'm mass oversimplifying it. No disrespect to anybody that lived in the Soviet bloc. My point is, you can't stop this. You can try. Every time you try, you're going to pull apart a Chinese finger trap. You just put more tension and more pressure on Bitcoin. It's laws like this that go to show exactly why Bitcoin was made in the first place. European Union, I bid you good luck because you will fail. That is the fact of the matter. European lawmakers from the European People's Party have opposed this move, thank you, calling it controversial, calling it controversial changes. The EPP economic spokes spokesman's Marcus Ferber said, we need to take AML, anti-money laundering risks in crypto seriously. I agree, but should not ban unhosted wallets because you can't. This would be the equivalent of banning cash. Yes, it would. Unnecessary and disproportionate. And I would also say, impossible and stupid. <laughs> Some proposals are neither warranted nor proportionate. With this approach of regulating new technologies, the European Union will fall farther behind other more open-minded jurisdictions. You are absolutely right. <clears throat> 
I'm going to read this final part here, too, because this is pretty interesting. Furthermore, crypto industry proponents have also lashed out at the proposal. Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong called these measures anti-innovation, anti-privacy, and anti-law enforcement. Thank you, Brian Armstrong, because you are one of the loudest voices in this industry. Please stand for Bitcoin and remember that you, I know you did not join cryptocurrency to make a lot of money. I believe fully, Brian Armstrong, if somebody will send this to him, I fully believe that you joined Bitcoin and cryptocurrency for the principles, not for the money. Don't let a $200 billion market capitalization on the company you founded divert your attention from the fact that Bitcoin is going to put the freedom and the security and the sovereignty of finance back in people's hands. And it is up to leaders like you to continue saying things like this. I'm proud of you. Thank you for standing up for what is right. Brian Armstrong, please never forget that that's why you joined crypto. Tim, I would love to hear your thoughts on this ruling. I mean, what can I add? to what you've said. It is dumb. It is terrible. It is everything against uh, crypto. It doesn't even make sense uh, because, like I said, one of their main initiatives is to cut back on illegal activity, in which case, what are they doing about the way people use fiat currency for illegal activity? But the good news is, and this is what I will say, the key point is that this won't take effect until 2024, which means we got two years, a lot of time to change. How many times have we seen... I've only been in crypto for two years. How many times have we seen China flip-flop on their positions on crypto? How many times have we seen India flip-flop on their position on crypto? Russia, even within the last two months, went from being ridiculously against it to for it to against it to now they're selling oil and and for Bitcoin. It's just a thing of like, it was a statement being made by people who really don't understand what crypto is and the purpose of it, slash, actually, maybe some of them do understand it and they're scared because it's going to take the money that they've been putting in their own pockets and taking away from their people. But we got a long time to, to reject that, to go against it. And then the other thing is, if it does go into effect... I'm not necessarily saying I recommend or uh, support this, but how many people are going to just skirt around and do everything illegally? That's the prohibition is a great example of that. They made alcohol illegal. How did that work out? You know, that's one of the things. That's my opinion. Is that I, I think in the long run this is going to do very little, and I think there's a high chance it'll be uh, it'll be undone. But even if it stays. What will the impact be other than just FUD? I love that I played that so smoothly that everybody in chat thinks that I'm actually getting my car in the shop for no, Taylor, winter air. Taylor put air. in chat that she thought that we need to do it to our vehicle. She's like, well, my PS, <laughs> she's like, PSI has been high recently. Uh, I love you, Taylor. I love you. Uh, I got girl. a slow leak in my right tire, and it's a 30,000-mile repl- uh, service, guys. <laughs> I just wanted to troll you guys. April Fools, you thought it was over in the beginning. Got him. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and throw it to Kelly. Kelly, what is your thought on this EU <laughs> attempt at a crackdown? Well, you know what? I think I think the main thing here is... Uh, I, we were talking about it before the stream. You know, I think I think that at the end of the day, the, there's a lot of different regulation that's been uh, proposed, put into effect, taken out of effect. I mean, in, in governments around the world in the, in the last three years and more specifically, it's almost like a, a parabolic effect. Right. It's, it's happened more and more and more as uh, Bitcoin and crypto has uh, become more uh, pervasive and just more uh, integrated across the global, uh, just a global landscape. And and so, yes, this takes until 2024. I think there's going to be a lot of different, uh, you know, changes and updates uh, that come along with it. But I think the biggest consideration with all this is because you're going to need to do KYC every time you send to somebody. Uh, I think the thing that's the, 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 
essentially the the fault that they have here that's really going to lead to the downfall of that regulation and hopefully uh, the massive change or repealing of it is that this opens up massive, massive security issues because every time, uh, I, for, I forget who was saying it, I was watching earlier, I, I, I don't know if it was crypto banter or crypto love, I'm not, I can't remember, but every time you're KYCing, if you're KYCing to everybody you're sending your information out to off Coinbase, if Coinbase ever got hacked, then every bit of information that that they have built on KYC yep. for every user that they sent, even though they don't have a Coinbase account, now all their information, their name, their date, uh, their, their address, their wallet addresses, it's just another point of failure. So I think for that reason alone, I think it's very likely that uh, it will more than likely get overturned and uh, or at least amended significantly. Yeah. And here's the other thing. It's just not going to work. Like you, the, 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 the thing I realized about authority in middle school, because, you know, I was getting to that age of not liking authority. And that's something I've always struggled with. That's actually part of the reason I founded my own company um, <clears throat> is that whenever authority tries to exert its authority and it doesn't have the ability to actually enforce its authority, it looks stupid and nobody respects it. Respect cannot be generated through fear. That's not respect. If you make someone fear you, they don't respect you. They fear you. Fear and respect are not the same thing. Respect can only be earned. Nobody will respect the European Union's authority if they make laws which they can never enforce. You see how that works? If your parents were to give you um, a rule and say, you cannot play on the play box after 7 p.m. The play box. And <laughs> What's the play box? I was watching The Blind Side last night, and, uh, Did your dad and Leanne put was calling box? it the play box. No, I, I was watching a movie with my wife last night, and the, and the, and the mom told SJ, get off the play box. It's like, oh, my gosh. That's no, if they, if they tell you to do something and they, don't, <laughs> and they don't actually enforce it, then they've just undermined their authority. You never can say no and not mean it because then nobody respects you. That's why nobody respected the federal government after prohibition and it took time for any kind of respect of the rule of law to come back in that area because they were never able to enforce it. European Union, I'm speaking directly to you. You're not a person, but you're an entity. If anybody from the European Union who's in legal is watching this, which they're probably not, here's the deal. This law is going to make you look stupid. This law is going to get egg on your face, and people are going to laugh at you and be less likely to vote you into office, which for the majority of the people in high government positions, that's all you care about anyway. So for your best interest, stop trying to ban private cryptocurrency transactions. Do some research and realize that when you're trying to ban Bitcoin and cryptocurrency transactions, transactions that are private, you might as well just go ahead and try to ban the sun coming up tomorrow because it just isn't going to work and you're going to look dumb. That's the simple fact of the matter. Study history. It is exactly the way it works. I digress. Tim, I'm, throw throwing, it to you. Uh, I'm asking people in, in chat, how many people grew up with a play box? <laughs> could, could you put a poll? Like how many? People have, <laughs> I love it. I was quoting Leanne love, from the movie no, Blindside. She was talking to her son, SJ. I love it too. Cause like you're just going on things and you're, and, and sometimes our brains are, we're trying to make a really good point. And then we just say it comes and I've done this a hundred times. No, I didn't make say, a mistake. I wait, said that's that what on, they say on the, the blind side. Yeah. No, I said that on purpose. Oh, I didn't okay. miss, I didn't misspeak. Oh. I, ju- I said, I put that in there on purpose. That's great. You, um, who's that? Have you seen the movie, the blind side? Yeah, I've seen it. I just, I didn't remember. Yeah, Leanne told she him, get off the play like box. You got three minutes. What uh, What was your question, though? Sorry. I just wanted to throw it to you because I know you want to talk a little bit about one of our sponsors and also yeah. just get any final thoughts you have well, on this. I, uh, I'll actually go in transition because, you know, especially right now, I, I did something really cool yesterday. I And I didn't do it on purpose, first of all. I want to definitely say that. Uh, but last night, I put it on Twitter. I, I said, you know, 
I'm about to go to bed, but I, these prices are just too good. I'm not going to buy. I actually bought the that little bottom. Like if you're on the chart, you, you see that little wick. I bought a, a little bit above it. It wasn't exactly perfect, but I bought right at 44,300 on Bitcoin. I got some more Ethereum, got some Cardano, got some Avax, got some Solana, and so it's like one of those things that's like really cool. But just so you guys know, there's a new tool that I use uh, that I extremely highly recommend. And one of the reasons why is because it fills in one of my weaknesses. And I think a lot of people have this question and that is token metrics. Token metrics is phenomenal. Some of you guys might've even seen this from other influencers. Maybe you've seen it around. Uh, you've seen an advertisement or something for it, but this is, this is a phenomenal site. First of all, just look at this page right here. And I want to be quick and I'm going to go more detail in other videos, but this is a metric. It'll show you this number right here. These percentages, just so you guys know, these are telling you how good of a buy slash trade entry point. These things are at right now. You're see the number one is Solana. I can show you in a different video clicking on this, you're gonna see a lot more. But one of the other really, really cool things, and I'm gonna be really quick with this, this, and I think it's called indices, I don't know, it's, you can see the spelling of it, I-N-D-I-C-E-S. This tells you a portfolio based off of what exchange you're using. You can click on anything. So if you're using Coinbase right here, which you guys are going to see, it's not necessarily one of the most recommended. It will tell you a portfolio that you should have and invest in. And if you scroll down right here, it's going to tell you if you're investing in this portfolio cool when they told that? you to get in, these are the returns you would have had. So if you had bought Solana when they told you to buy Solana, you'd be up 5.78% right now. If you can come down here, daily return performances, you can check, track what they're suggesting and see when you'd be at loss and minus. Back here, it would have been more of a loss. But now more recently, these are gains. Uh, I was on the phone with one of the uh, one of the I don't know what his position was, but he was talking about if you had invested, if you've been working with them for ever since their existence back in 2018, and bought on based off of their recommendations, you would have 9.5x your investment. It's a phenomenal source. You can get really deep detail. And I'm going to tell you why, because I want to show you one example. If I go back to the ratings, this is what I think is really cool. So I told you before, this rating right here, see it 94. Anything above 75 is considered a good spot to buy. But when you see 94, that is a phenomenal source. If I click on that coin and I go to it, I'm going to see a couple different things. This is how they get their metrics. They actually have six different metrics that they use to kind of tell you, is this coin in a good place to buy or a, a time to sell? And that is they use fundamentals, technology, uh, and in that you're going to have, they're going to have what's the community look like, they're going to rate it, technical analysis, so for anyone who doesn't, you know, know that much about technical analysis, you're still learning, they they will tell you, hey, based off what we're seeing happen in the technicals, this is the rating we're giving it, uh, they'll have different performance metrics, and what you're going to see down here is they rate them, so they rate them right now, if I was doing Solana, the technicals get a 96%, again, everything over 75 is a, hey, it's probably time to buy, everything I think they said below a 40 is a, hey, maybe this is time to sell, everything in the middle is kind of like a that's all right but right now the technicals on solana that has a rating of a 96 uh quantitative uh and remember i don't remember exactly what that one is i'm still learning a little bit about that 88 fundamental 72 technology 91 and i what i thought was really cool because you guys know this channel is where we do technical analysis that's what we're good at i even asked him hey is your technical analysis you know is that perfect he said hey we always advise people to continue to do their own stuff especially when it comes to technical analysis but one of the backbones of this company is their deep dive into the fundamentals that was the reason it was originally created mm -hmm. So especially, you know, it's really it's really hard sometimes to dissect the news and dissect everything and, and know what's happening. They have a whole system and their whole company was built around breaking down the fundamentals of a project to let you know how advantageous a, a product is. This is phenomenal. It's like the perfect puzzle piece to me because again, I'm a technical analyst. I'm weaker in my fundamental analysis. So my technical analysis paired with the fundamental analysis and ratings of community and everything else to let me know when a coin is a good spot to buy is phenomenal. It is one of our new affiliates. There's a 
link in the description down below. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. And look forward, because I'm going to be doing more content about this in the future. I'm going to invite somebody from their channel uh, or from their, their company to come on, and I'm going to interview them and get all the deep uh, information that you guys need to know that you're making the most profitable, profitable uh, trades. But like I said, their metrics are showing... If you invest and buy based off of their metrics, you could, if you had done it in the beginning, you'd be up 9.5x, uh, not percent, 9.5x your money hmm. uh, just following this. So any beginner out there who's still working, working through this stuff, this this potentially is a must tool to make if, some profitable trades. Yeah, if I, if I can add, just to, to kind of reemphasize and tie that all together, it's it's like if thinking, thinking like if you're a carpenter, uh, you could do stuff with just a saw. You could do stuff with just a screwdriver. You could do, do stuff with just any individual tool. But the more, more tools you have at your disposal, uh, the more beautiful of a masterpiece you can you can craft out of that wood, right? You having a saw, a screwdriver, uh, a chisel, sandpaper, right? And so at the end of the day, we really want to provide you all the tools. And every tool you add to your tool belt, so long as you're using yeah. them in a balanced way, they confirm each other, and you can make the best trade decisions and best investment decisions possible. And again, like I said, this is the puzzle piece because it's it's we have a lot of technical analysis going on here this is the puzzle piece to really helping people dissect not only what the fundamentals are but are those fundamentals actually bullish uh that's why i love it yeah, no, absolutely. I love Token Metrics, guys. It has brought about very, very large returns for anyone who is in it. And as Tim said, it is a very powerful tool. As Kelly said, it is like a, it's almost like a power tool. You know, when you're mm -hmm. building something and you have to have you ever Tim, have you ever built something that has to use an Allen wrench? It's got yes. a heck. It's got a hex yeah. bit. Have you ever you tried to build something complicated with a little tiny Allen key? You know how annoying that it is. is the, well, yeah, no furniture comes all the time with a little Allen. Yep. Yeah. It's have you ever annoying. have you ever instead of using the Allen key used an Allen bit in a drill? Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's a game changer. How much faster is it? How About much easier is it? A thousand X. No, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what using token <laughs> metrics is like. It's like using a power drill instead of an Allen key. Perfectly executed inverse head and shoulders pattern. Exactly. There you go. It just looks especially, beautiful. Especially when looking into the 10,000 different coins that are out there. Yep. Yes. It's very hard to have very deep, deep, deep analysis on every one of them because you wouldn't be able to have time to eat and sleep. So it really helps you identify well, uh, some some coins and projects and assets uh, that may be flying under the radar. And you can just you pull them up yeah. on there and get all the data. And then, you know, once something's identified, then you can do a little bit deeper analysis because it's already pre-selected or pre-highlighted on uh, on this tool on token metrics. Go, go back to my screen real quick. And again, I, I said it before, I want to stress this page right here, this indices or however you say it, the they indices. literally tell you, like this right here, this yeah, circle right there, that is what they're recommending your portfolio should be in this season to make money, and those are the returns they're recommending. And again, you're going to see, it. they literally are choosing the best coins to add to that portfolio, not making it too complicated, and telling you, hey, you want to make some money right now? These are the ones, and and then they even tell you, allot your percentage to these. That, that alone is phenomenal to help, especially a newer trader or investor, to really feel confident about their decisions. <clears throat> that is phenomenal. Absolutely. So, guys, let's go ahead and move forward on with reading some Super Chats. we got some more to talk about. Thank you guys so very much for signing up for Token Metrics. It helps to support this channel, and you guys are going to get every penny worth of value out of it. It is a really phenomenal, phenomenal website. We do not promote any products that we do not personally believe are going to help you. We promote products so that we can, one, show you great products that are going to help you out, and two, make sure that we're able to fund our business here so that we can bring you better, higher-quality projects like Club DeFi. 
lot of our funding has been going into building Club DeFi over the last year and a half. That's part of where some of the funding of, of our sponsorships has been going. It's where a lot of it's been going. So when you sign up for affiliate uh, affiliate links like that, you're helping to grow this channel so that we can pour it right back in to serving you. That's how this works. Thank you guys so very much. Let's go ahead and read some supers. Yes, and then we also have the winner of the Huddle Trophy today. So Oh, yeah. Matt C., one of our favorites. Uh, everyone's our favorite. So Matt C. has been a GOAT for a long time. Uh, single-handedly probably paying Smay. Uh, lunch for the team to end another great week. Can't wait to see everyone next week in Miami. Yes, that's right. Uh, we are going to be down in Miami for Bitcoin 2022. And I think I need to confirm with Shannon, but I'm pretty sure that the plan at this point is on the 6th to have some form of a meetup, maybe lunch or something, and then potentially something else on the 9th. But look out. We'll definitely let you guys know early next week what the plan is when we're down there. But we definitely want to meet everyone who's there. If you yep. haven't if you haven't gotten tickets already, there's still time. Yep, and absolutely. So. Uh, Ahmad Ali said, Jeb, did you send me a DM on Twitter? I did or not. Or is it a scam? I did yeah, not. It's a scam. It's a scam. That's it's a, scam. a scam. Nope, I did not. You know, on Twitter, the way to check that, go to the Twitter account and see if it actually has 64,000 followers because normally the fake Twitter, now our Twitter's large enough that they can't really fake having 64,000 followers. They can fake having five or 10,000 followers. It's very expensive for them to fake having 64,000. So just go to the Twitter account and see if it's actually me. The easier one is to just You can also look check at, if it's actually uh, at it, Crypto it, Jeb. It, yeah, they're going to add a bunch of different letters. It'll probably be like, like at crypto three something something yeah. something. Yeah, it's so. they'll they'll do, they'll make my name in elite speak is what yeah. they'll do. Uh, Crypto Alchemist said, there's also a law that says that if you steal something and don't return it within the tax season, you need to report it as taxable income. (laughs) Yeah, no, that came out last year. I remember when the IRS released (laughs) that. There's also a a law. Now, this might be a wives' tale, but I think this is true, that if you rob a bank in New Hampshire, you're not allowed to wear a bulletproof vest. I've been told that. I don't know if that's true, but that's just kind of the that's kind of the thing that we're talking about here. Good to know. Yeah, I mean it's good. I mean, well, I don't. It's not (laughs) not very helpful information. I wasn't planning on robbing a bank in New Hampshire, but but, yeah, the time gets rough. I'm just kidding. Uh, um, A super chat that is not a super chat, just a regular chat. I I I remember this, so I want us to be a man of our word. Crypto Alchemist just said at Kelly Kellum and at TA Tim update on ADAX was told there was going to be an update on Friday. I know Kelly had some information. Kelly, what is happening in ADAX right now that people uh, can know about and need to know about? Well, first thing I want to say is uh, the reason people are asking about it on our channel is we did mention it when they when they did release their version one of the decks. Yeah. Uh, and there's been a little bit of turmoil. And, you know, with any project or any company, there can always be, uh, you know, some some errors uh, along the way. And so what I really want to look at is are they making are, are they basically making improvements? Are they taking steps towards uh, fixing those and making, you know, good on their word and what they're doing and what ADAX did? They just released during our stream. I got an alert on my on my on my uh, computer. Uh, they just released a preview. If you can see here, they re- uh, released a preview of their new uh, version two that's coming out. And the best thing about this is they're changing from the order book model that they had, which is why they didn't have TVL. And they're adding, it's basically going to be an AMM like MenSwap or Uniswap. Uh, it's a completely different design as you see here. Uh, so they're going to have liquidity pools. They're going to have uh, staking. They're going to have all, and it's such a better look here with the user experience and user interface. So I'm very happy about this uh, update, uh, this preview. And they're also going to be doing testing this time uh, ahead of time to make sure that they can uh, rule out any errors uh, or, or issues with the uh, experience uh, when they go full live uh, uh, sometime midsummer. But I'm very happy about this update. And, uh, you know, yeah. a lot of people were up, were upset when the price pulled back. But that's what happens with the uh, micro caps. And what did I do? 
I DCA down at the bottom at 15 cents. So I'm not worried about it at all. And it's a longer term play. I, I, I think you did a little, a small investment too, Jeb, but, uh, all four of us have got yep. a little bag. Of I've got a little yeah. bag of yeah. Ajax. Yeah. And we're not, by the way, just so anybody knows we're not sponsored by this project. We never all. take just, coin sponsorships ever, no matter what period. Yeah, absolutely. We're very, we're very bullish on Cardano projects because of what Cardano is going to do here in the next, uh, uh, five to 15 years. And, uh, yeah. I think, uh, ADAX is going to, it's going to come out uh, like a rocket, uh, at some point we can never predict when. So you just have to be in position and not always expect things to be going up and that, DCA lower your average entry when it goes down. That's another thing is, is we've changed our minds on coins before we yeah. both, we've both coins that we used to dislike. We now like, like coins that we liked, we now dislike. We've always told you guys. So just because we required an ADAX, we're just waiting for something to happen. We are not bearish on ADAX. We do not hate ADAX. If we if we plan on selling our ADAX because we don't like the project, we'll tell you. you guys will know. Like you'll know the day of. Like we're not gonna backdoor people, and uh, we're only gonna we're, because we're not being paid. We're only gonna talk about and and. Uh, explain bullish sentiment on coins that we're like, no, this is what we truly believe is bullish. And we'll let you know if that changes. Yep. But Kashe Katz said, Matt forgot to tip for lunch. Gotcha covered huh. today. Oh, thank you, Cash uh, Cats. Let's see. Uh, Tony420 Togabull said, I think crypto is a part of the Great Reset. Yeah, I don't know exactly what you're talking about, the Great Reset, because people use that term for a few different things. But I think Bitcoin is part of one of the largest social revolutions that we've seen since the dawn of social media. So yeah. I would agree that it's a pretty big deal. Operation Exposed said Charles spoke on the World Economic Forum. UN is partnering with the World Banks and Cardano Foundation. Those are not my favorite entities. What are your thoughts? Charles Hoskinson's vision is to work not against government, but with government to make government more accountable because government in itself is not a bad thing. Unaccountable government is a very, very dangerous thing. And Charles Hoskinson realizes this. He realizes that if Cardano can work with, not against governments, then Cardano and its concept of inclusive accountability. Charles Hoskinson spoke about on our interview how they have a three-point model, governance, decentralization, and inclusive accountability. If he can bring in inclusive accountability to world governments, then these world governments are going to end up being more accountable to the people. Inclusive accountability just means that everybody can see everything that's happening yeah. from anybody who has authority so that they cannot corruptly use it against you so the, so the people of the world can hold them accountable. There's no backdoor thing. So Charles Hoskinson working with those entities is not a bad thing. It's actually a very good thing. We need voices like him working inside of governments. Yeah. Last one I have here, Brandon Pierce said, thoughts on DOT for this year and the future? I think DOT is a very powerful project. It's one of those projects that works behind the scenes on its technology and doesn't make a lot of waves. And frankly, I like that because it gives me a lot more confidence in its market capitalization than some of these other more hyped projects. It makes me feel like it really deserves to be at rank number 11. Yeah. Well, it is past 1025. So the winner was already decided, but it, it, this was a week we knew the we knew the answer. Kelly Callum is the winner of this week's Hoddle Trophy with his lowest prediction of I think it was what forty nine something. I don't have the exact numbers up. The rest of us were in the fifties. So Kelly, you know, it was a first for Kelly. Kelly had never been the lowest predictor. We were in the fifties. Yeah, all of us. You were fifty one. I was fifty thousand like five, and then Smay ah. uh, was fifty three. Gotcha. But again. well, to be fair, to be fair, I was still pretty far off. I was lowest, uh, yeah. so I'm basically winning by default. Yeah. So uh, I will, I, I will uh, take this as as a huddle trophy win because it is a win. However, I will donate this to the. Uh, 
the safe and healthy price action movement of Bitcoin hmm. because we did yeah. go further down than we wanted. However, is it a dump? As we mentioned, absolutely not. You know, can I show one thing before we go off? Sure. I just want to give some people a little bit of hopium here. Out of hope. uh, and that uh, that is this right here. Uh, uh, this right here. Th this, these on-chain metrics are showing that we're still having massive outflows from exchange. Uh, we're set yeah. up on the MVT, uh, which basically has shown that we basically more than likely hit a bottom and we'll be going up from here. Uh, the reserve risk is also setting up for upside action. All the metrics are showing that we are set up, although we're having a pullback, a pullback doesn't mean this bull move is over. And actually, what do we need to have a, a, a trend reversal? We need a new higher high and a new higher low. So maybe we're forming that new higher low right now. Uh, all we can do is see, but I'm, I'm super yeah. bullish and uh, hey, Hoddle trophy, baby. Yeah. There you go. Congratulations. The, what it really boils down to, and then, you know, I'm Jeb, wrap the stream. Don't let the EU FUD you out of crypto. Like, that's what this whole thing is. They're scared of crypto. I saw it in chat. Someone said this. I completely agree with them. Governments are afraid of things they don't understand. Yep. And even worse, the things that they think they can't control. Do not let them FUD you out. Do not let mm -hmm. them make you bears. Do not let them scare you. This is a, this is crypto is the future. Bitcoin is the future. Mm -hmm. It is going to be here. The price might go up. The price might go down, but all like long-term 30,000 foot view, it's up and to the right. Don't let the government who's against that scare you. Absolutely. By the way, guys, we have a special announcement. We talked about how I trust capital was going to be giving away tickets. Oh yeah. And we now have the winners. Yes. Drum roll, please. The winners are the Bitcoinologist. Well, I, hey, I said it was You said he's got him. something to look forward to. And Crypto Cream. Yes. Crypto Cream. Okay. Well, you guys will be messaged on Twitter. This is one of the few times where my Twitter account will actually be messaging you. Yes. So the Bitcoinologist and Crypto Cream, be on the lookout for that. Look for the $64,000. Be, look be looking for the $64,000 question. I mean, the, the 64,000 follower Twitter named at Crypto Jeb. By the way, you ought to follow us on Twitter at Crypto Jeb. Follow us on Instagram at Crypto Jeb. And follow us on TikTok at Crypto Crypto Jeb official, the Bitcoinologist, Boom Sauce. Hopefully, we will see you down there in Miami. In fact, I think you were saying earlier in chat how you wanted to go, but you didn't know if you'd be able to. So there you wow. go. Whoa. Yeah, there you go. Now you got a ticket. Now Coming you got a ticket. Now you just got to figure out the now rest you of the arrangements. Figure out how to get there. That's <laughs> yeah. the hard part. Thank you guys so very much for all of the support. Thank you for the likes. Thank you for signing up for iTrust Capital, who is the sponsor of that giveaway, and Token Metrics, one of our new affiliates. Thank you so very much to all of our other affiliates. Thank you so very much to all of our amazing employees and team members. And thank you so very much for watching. Before we go, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching again. It's my outro. I can do it however I want. And I will see you guys in the next video. Peace. listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast. Tune in every day at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch live on YouTube. Follow us on our social media accounts at CryptoJeb. And lastly, we want to thank you for supporting us here at McAfee Media.